G'day guys, what's going on? Welcome to this episode of Aussie English. Got some props today because today I want to teach you a heap of different terms about surfing and summer at the beach. Okay, let's go. All right, let's, let's get rid of all this stuff for now. G'day you mob, my name is Pete and I am the host of the Aussie English podcast and this channel, Aussie English, where my goal is to help you build confidence, speak fluently and take your English to the next level. In today's video, I'm going to teach you a bunch of surf slang, surf vocab, surf expressions. Make sure that you stay around to the end, guys, because I'm also going to teach you a bunch of Aussie slang related to surfing and the beach. And before we get into it, Check out my most recent podcast episode where I'll be talking about surfing and surf culture in Australia. That'll be linked below. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button, the bell notification button if you want to stay up to date, and like, share, and comment, guys. Engage, okay? Practice your English. All right, let's get into it. So to begin, let's talk about the ocean, okay? And some terms about the ocean. First and foremost, if you're a surfer, if you're into surfing, you're gonna to wanna to know what a wave is. And a wave is a long body of water curling into an arched form and then breaking onto the shore. You're gonna have left-hand waves and right-hand waves. And this is that they are crashing in that direction, okay? They're breaking in that direction. They're gonna to break to the right or they're gonna to break to the left. All right, break, a break or the break. This is where the waves are breaking, right? The break is where the waves are breaking. It is where they are crashing. Swell. Swell is the energy that builds up in the ocean that then leads to waves forming when it gets close to the shore. A set, you'll get a set of waves. This is where you might have one, two, three, four, five, ten different waves in a row and they come into shore usually in sets. A tube, right? A tube. A tube is the hollow interior of when a wave is breaking and another word for the tube is the barrel. So some waves, if they break really cleanly and sort of consistently, they'll create a tube, they'll create a barrel. White water. So white water is where the waves have crashed and they've created or they've dissolved into foam, right? And the water has become white with foam. That is white water. You might also hear this as whitewash. Foam, you'll also hear it as foam. White water is foam, right? Just like the foam on your cappuccino, when the water becomes white in the ocean from waves breaking, it is called foam. Glassy. So glass, right? Glass in your window is incredibly flat. So if we would use the word glassy to describe waves or to describe the surface of the ocean, it means that it is incredibly smooth, right? So these are ideal conditions. You really wanna go surfing when the conditions are glassy. Choppy, this is kind of the opposite of glassy. If the water is choppy, it's usually because of lots of wind or lots of currents that are causing the waves to be bumpy and rippled, right? It's kind of uneven waves. Choppy is the opposite of glassy. All right, the lip of a wave. The lip is that part of the wave at the top, also called the crest of the wave. And it's the first part of the wave to break, right? And to lean over and cause that tube to form. 
out the back. Now, this is a good expression used in Australia when you want to talk about the location that you swim out to or you paddle out to on your surfboard, on your bodyboard. It's out the back behind where the waves are breaking. So usually surfers will go out the back, they'll paddle out the back and they will wait for waves to come in and then they'll paddle and catch those waves. That location is out the back. Whilst you're out the back, you'll line up with a bunch of other surfers in what is called the lineup, right? So it's where all the surfers line up, all the bodyboarders line up in order to catch waves. And lastly here, talking about the ocean, I want to mention what a rip is. A rip, a rip tide or a rip current. A rip, a rip tide or rip current. These are all the same thing. So this is a strong surface current. You'll have waves coming into shore and the rip is where the water that's come in is then escaping back out to the ocean. So you have to be careful not to get caught in rips because it can pull you away from safety, away from the shore and you can drown. So be careful of rips when you come to Australia. All right, let's talk about wind quickly. So when you go to the beach, usually it's pretty windy. Unless it's a nice glassy ocean day, there should be some wind coming from a direction or another. The ideal wind that you want when you're a surfer is what we call offshore wind or an offshore breeze. This is where wind is going away from the shore towards the ocean and it causes the waves to get really clean when they're breaking. Okay, and the opposite of an offshore wind is where you have an onshore wind. The wind is coming from the ocean onto the shore and it causes the waves to break early and makes them less desirable, right? So offshore and onshore. We also use southerly, northerly, easterly and westerly to describe winds. So a southerly is where the wind is blowing from the south to the north. A northerly is where it's blowing from the north to the south, a westerly from the west to the east and an easterly from the east to the west. So depending on where you are in Australia, depending on which coast you're found, often you'll hear words like northerly and southerly if these are going in the direction to the ocean or to the shore, okay? All right, now let's move on to types of boards, okay? so. The board that we have here, I think most of you guys will know what sort of board this is. This is a surf board, right? You get on the surfboard to surf. Oh, and I forgot to mention, surfboards come in two main different types. This is a short board because it's short. It's about the size of a man, maybe a little bit taller than a man. And you can also get long boards, often called Malibus, which are really big and much more buoyant, okay? But there are also other kinds of boards that you can use when at the beach, including a bodyboard, which is a sort of shorter, stiffer uh, foam board that you'll use, but lying down to catch waves. You might use a boogie board, which tends to be a very soft foam bodyboard that is mainly used by children. It's a board that's mainly used by children. No offense to any adults who use boogie boards. You could use a skim board, and this is usually a smaller board as well that's very thin, made of wood, and you can throw this onto really shallow water, run after it, and then jump on the skim board to slide, to skim across very shallow water on the shore's edge. Skimboarding is a lot of fun. All right, take a break there, guys. 
And I want to see, can you guys use some of the vocab that you've just learnt? Go down into the comment section below and create some sentences using that vocab, okay? Whether we're talking about the way the ocean is when you go surfing or we're talking about wind, try and use some of that vocab and practice your English right now and then I'll join you in a sec and we can keep going. All right, welcome back. Now we're going to do verbs. So we went through different boards a second ago, you know, surfboard, bodyboard, boogieboard, skimboard. The verbs for doing these activities, surfing, bodyboarding, boogieboarding, uh, or skimboarding, are effectively the same. So if you bodyboard, you use a bodyboard to catch waves. If you boogieboard, you use a boogieboard to catch waves. If you surf, you use a surfboard to catch waves. If you skimboard, you use a skimboard to skim across the very shallow water on the shore. And lastly, if you body surf, this is where you use your body to catch a wave, okay? That is body surfing. But obviously, you don't need a board to do that. All right, let's do some other verbs related to surfing. Break. If a wave breaks, this is the part when it curls and it crashes. It creates white water, okay? So that is when waves break. To paddle. To paddle's a good one. This is where you use your arms to move through the water when on a board. If you don't have a board, if you're body surfing, you just swim, right? To catch a wave. So as that wave is breaking and you're paddling like mad, the ultimate goal is to catch that wave. You want to catch that wave. To bail on or off a wave. If you've caught a wave, you know, you're riding that wave and it suddenly closes out on you, everything breaks, there's no more nice clean wave to catch and to ride, you might bail off the wave, you abandon the wave. To duck dive, this is a good one. So if you're on the surfboard, you'll be here, you'll be paddling, a wave's coming towards you. If you dive underneath that wave, you point the tip of the board under the wave, you duck dive. You duck dive below, beneath, underneath that wave. To drop in. To drop in on someone. So if you drop in on someone, this is that someone else has caught the wave with you and that they have right of way on the wave and you've dropped in in front of them. So you've sort of stolen that wave. You've cut in front of them onto that wave. To pop up. When you pop up, this is where you push down on the board and get into your standing position to catch the wave. It's called a pop-up, that's the action of doing it, and the verb is to pop-up, right? Pop-up. To wipe out. If you wipe out whilst on a wave, it's that you crash, right? The board slips out from under you, you fall over, you wipe out. You end up falling off your board. And lastly, if you're going up and down a wave like this, we use the verb to carve in order to describe the way in which you're kind of like snaking up and down the wave, right? So it's kind of like how you would carve meat or you might carve some wood. If you go up and down a wave like this, you're carving that wave. All right, let's keep going. There's two stances when surfing. There's goofy stance like this with the right foot forward. This is how I would stand when surfing. And there's regular foot forward. Regular, goofy. Regular, goofy. Okay? Let's go through a few more little items. On the bottom of your surfboard, you have, just make sure I don't break anything, fins. These are 
fins, right? But people who go bodyboarding also wear fins on their feet. And these are flippers as well, so that they can get more propulsion in the water and more easily catch waves. A leg strap. The black thing on top of the board there is a leg strap. It is the thing that you will tie to your leg when you're going out in the water and you don't want the surfboard to sort of just disappear, right? You wipe out on a wave, you wanna be able to pull your surfboard back, get on top and paddle back out to the back and catch some more waves. So it's got a leg rope, a leg tie, a leg strap, or just a leash. What do you reckon this is? A wetsuit, right? A wetsuit. These keep you warm when you're out in the water. And you can get long sleeve wetsuits, or you can get short sleeve wetsuits. Board shorts. I'm currently wearing board shorts. Let's see if I can show you. Hold on, wait. <laughs> Actually, let's see. You guys can't see my legs, so I'll just take them off. These are board shorts, right? These are board shorts. Just put those back on, don't mind me. Pants are back on, so they're board shorts, okay? And then we have a rash vest or rash guard. This is a short sleeve rash guard, and this is a long sleeve rash guard. We use these to protect our chests from the wax on the board when we're surfing so that we don't get a rash. The very last thing guys, the very last thing is wax. The stuff that is on this board is called wax. Now we put it on there to give ourselves grip when we're surfing, okay? Wax. This is what it looks like when you buy it, right? In fact, I got this the other day. Let me just quickly open it. And I'll give you guys a look at some wax. So, there you go. That is wax. You tend to break it. I forgot to use my force, there we go. <laughs> and you rub it on the board, right? It's pretty soft. All right, so we're almost done. Now I wanna teach you some Aussie slang guys, okay? And I want you to use this. If you're in Australia and you go to the beach, you love surfing, definitely use some of these phrases. All right, so to begin with, there are three ways to say that you're excited that I know of that I hear quite a lot when I'm at the beach or around other surfers, right? And these are amped. Oh man, I'm so amped to go surfing today. Pumped. I'm really pumped to try my new board out. And frothing, right? I'm really frothing to go for a surf today. Two different ways of saying mate in Australian English, but also American English, British English, are bro and dude. Oh, dude, I'm frothing to go for a surf. Oh, bro, how have you been? Do you wanna go for a surf today? Agro, agro's a good one. You guys should know this if you've been following me for a while. If you're agro, you're aggressive. So if someone drops in on you on a wave, they're unapologetic, they don't say sorry, they're a little bit agro, they're a little bit aggressive. A grommet or a grommy. And this is a very young surfer, right? We'll call them grommets or grommies. Shark bait, we'll also sometimes call them shark bait or shark biscuit, right? As in they're gonna attract the sharks or the sharks will eat them and they're very small, right? Shark bait, shark biscuit. Gnarly, now this is a good American term that's also used in Australia by surfers in the subculture of surfing and it just means awesome. So you might say, I went for a surf today and it was gnarly, man. It was gnarly, dude, it was gnarly, bro. And that just means that it was brilliant, it was awesome, it was great. All right, the slang term for wetsuit. What do you reckon that is? A wetsuit in Australia is a wetty. 
Board shorts in Australia are boardies. A rash vest or a rash guard in Australia is a rashy. A swimsuit. If you're wearing a swimsuit in Australia whilst you're out in the water, you can hear different ways of saying this. I use the word bathers, but some people may use togs or cozy. Okay, so this is just swimwear, swimsuits. And the very last one, guys, is leggy. Sometimes we'll shorten this to instead of being leg strap, we'll call it a leggy. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out my two most recent podcast episodes where I'm talking about the history of surfing in Australia. And also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the bell notification if you want to stay up to date with all the new videos as they come out. Let me know if you're a surfer, guys, and if you have heard any of these words before, and I'll chat to you in the comments below. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you soon. Peace.